The reading is taken from Luke chapter 15, verses 1 to 7. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering round to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety and nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me. I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who do not need to repent. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning, I'm Kate. I'm going to be leading us in the talk this morning. Thank you, Janet, for reading. Um, Now, I think the reason Jonathan gave me this talk is because I love sheep. I have a small obsession with them. I was going to bring some of my sheep... I was going to say memorabilia, that's not the right term, but you know what I mean, sheep stuff from home. We have a sheep footstool, which is quite nice. I've got lots of sheep bags. Um, when I first got together with my husband, um, he told me he bought me a sheep, and he brought it all the way back from the Peak District. It was actually a sheep biscuit, but um, I knew, I knew he was the one when he brought me a sheep biscuit back. Um, so we do have a love for sheep, so that will probably come across in what I share this morning. Um, but before I start, why don't we pray together? Father, thank you for the chance to meet together in the building this morning. Thank you that we have been able to sing to you. What a joy that is. And Lord, as we uh, come to hear from your word now, as we think about the lost sheep and you being a great shepherd, I pray that you would speak to each one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. So, um, we did just have the reading from Janet, but um, my oldest son and I uh, have done a recording of this at home from um, this book. If you've got a busy bag, you've got one of these Bible story books in your busy bag. It's the first story in there, I think. Um, So, yeah, we did a recording of this. um, So, I just think it's a really lovely version of the story and there's some great pictures. So, we're going to watch that um, now. The Lost Sheep. Here is a farmer. He has a hundred sheep. He is counting them. One of his sheep is missing. Oh dear, where has it gone? Is it in the hen house? No. Is it behind the haystack? No. Is it under the hedge? No, it is lost. All day the farmer looks for his sheep. He climbs up hills and scrambles over rocks. 
He crawls through bramble bushes. The thorns scratch him, but he will not give up. He is tired and hungry. His feet ache, but he will not give up. At last, the farmer sees his sheep. It has fallen in the river. The farmer dives into the water. Splosh! He rescues the sheep. Hooray! The farmer has found his sheep. Let's all have a party. Jesus says God is like the farmer. He loves us just like the farmer loves his sheep. We only had to do about three takes of that, actually, which was surprising. I thought it might take us all day, but you did really well, so well done. Um, so I love that version of the story. I think it takes the actual Bible verses, and you can just picture it that little bit more. Um, so today I've got three points, I feel like that's standard, to make about, um, about, the, about this story, about this parable. Um, thinking not just about the lost sheep, but thinking about the shepherd and thinking about those sheep that are safe in the pen too. So that's who we're thinking about today. But to get us started, um, we actually did uh, the Good Shepherd, I Am the Good Shepherd in the Hub, which is our oldest youth group a few weeks ago, um, which is from John chapter 10. And um, Lizzie, who's um, my assistant youth minister, found this great quiz on um, famous people who have sheep faces put over them. So there's no real point to doing it. I just thought it might be fun to start the talk looking at famous people with sheep heads. So... um, So this first one actually isn't in the quiz. She's just like the starter. So there isn't a reveal picture of her. But can anyone guess who this might be? Taylor Swift. Yes. Okay, next one you you should get a reveal. This one. Any ideas? Yes, it's Beyonce. There she is. Isn't it amazing? I tried to do some other ones of my own, but I just couldn't get the sheep heads to look as good. Um, Okay, next one. Any ideas who this is? He's a fairly famous now Christian. It is Justin Bieber. He's a Barlever. Look at that. That's clever, isn't it? Uh, okay, next one. Um, now he's. This one's an actor. I think this one's quite hard. No, not Ryan Gosling, but quite Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, there he is. Still got the. Still got the ears. Look. A little bit too convincing. Is that it? Oh, no. I think this might be the last one. Another singer. Female singer. No, not Billie Eilish. I think it's an American quiz. That helps. She's got a similar name to me. (laughs) Katy Perry. There she is. Is that it? I think that's the last. No, one more. One more. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. You can see the joke already, can't you? Barack Obama. There he is. Um, anyway, yeah, I will come back to that a bit later on, but I just thought it was a bit of fun to start us off. Um, so the first person that we're going to look at from, uh, from this story is actually the shepherd. Now, obviously, I didn't live in Jesus' times. So I don't know what shepherds exactly looked like in Jesus' times, but this is what BiblePlaces.com tells me that a, Jesus, a shepherd in Jesus' time would have looked like. 
And um, just going back to the first couple of verses of this story, in verses one and two, we're told that Jesus was talking to tax collectors and sinners, but he was also talking to Pharisees and teachers of the law. So my interpretation of that is that he was talking to everybody. So this story isn't just for one group of people, it's for everybody, it's for all of us even today. And he was using the image of a shepherd because this is someone that people would have recognized. Whatever their walks of life were, whatever their jobs were, whoever they were, they would have known what the job of a shepherd was. The shepherds that Jesus were talking about were people of the time. People um, who would have been able to visualize what he was talking about as he told this parable. And I was thinking about the shepherd as I was thinking back to what we'd done in our older youth group a few weeks ago, when we thought about um, Jesus being described as the good shepherd. So just going to John chapter 10, he says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And he goes on to talk about a hired shepherd. So someone who doesn't own the sheep wouldn't do that. If there was danger or trouble, he would run away. But Jesus is saying, I'm not like that. I'm a good shepherd and I will stay. And just a few interesting facts. I think they're interesting. Um, is that uh, in this time, shepherds probably would have had about 20 sheep. And they wouldn't have kept them for meat. They'd have kept them for wool. And they'd have stayed with them all the time. They would have been with them all day and all night. And the shepherd's job wasn't easy. Um, It was to look for food and for pasture for them, which would not always have been easy in a hot, dry country. And the shepherd had to find water for them. And this is something that I didn't know. Um, is that um, shepherds had to take the sheep to calm, to still water, because if they took them to running water, it would have gone up their noses and they wouldn't have been able to drink. Uh, And they would have encouraged them to, uh, to drink from a safe place to keep them safe and well. And so the good shepherd, so Jesus, is the is the owner. He gives life to his sheep. He makes sure that they have food, that they have water, that they have shelter, that they have all that they need. And in our reading from today, Jesus is setting the scene that a shepherd cares for his sheep, that he loves them. And when the shepherd loses one, he's not, he doesn't just let it go. He doesn't think, oh, that's fine. I've got lots of others. I'll look after them. No, he goes after it and he finds that sheep that is lost. And what he said on all those years ago is true today. If we are lost, the shepherd comes to find us. So my first question to us is, do we need a reminder that God is the good shepherd? Do we need to spend time with him, allowing him to tell us those great things about himself and for us to be reminded? Maybe we're in great relationship with God, with our good shepherd at the moment. And maybe we want to celebrate that. Or maybe we need to seek him a little bit more as our guider. Okay, the second uh, group we're going to think about is the sheep that are in the pen. Um, There they are, aren't they cute? Um, They are safe. They are counted and they are known. And I was thinking a bit about little Noah and his baptism today. That was a symbol of being welcomed into this sheep pen. Noah is known by God. He's safe. He's secure there. And um, in these times, each sheep would have been known by a nickname, so the shepherd would have known them really well. Um, So they might have been known as the noisy one or the cheeky one, the one with the black eye, the one with the spotty fur, whatever it might be. 
their fur, wool, um, whatever it would be, the shepherd would know them and would give them a nickname because he would know them um, really well. I wonder, if you were a sheep, what might your nickname be? In the hub a few weeks ago, we, when we were looking at the Good Shepherd, we drew ourselves as sheep on the wall. The pictures haven't come out very well, I'm afraid, but mine's the little one by this drain pipe, and I've written something like wild hair. I think that's what my name would be if I was a sheep. Um, and then the, one, the three at the top are called Donald, Ricky, and William. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure what Donald and Ricky have to do with being a sheep, but I kind of get William. Um, Anyway, little question for you. Discuss it over lunch. If you were to have a name as a sheep, what would it be? But verse 4 in our reading tells us this. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and he loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? So the sheep are safe in here, they're in the open country, but we know that shepherds in this time had pens, they would have kept them safe in. Um, And our job, if we're sheep that are known, if we're people that are known by God, is to trust in his safety, to trust in his guidance, to stay where he's put us or be led on to where he's leading us to next, and also to rejoice when those that are lost or have gone outside the pen are brought back. So my second question is for you. Where has God placed you for this time? Are you following his guiding or is he asking you to rest and be peaceful? And is there a lost sheep that you could be praying for? Is there someone you could be celebrating the return of? Okay, our last group of people, uh, well, not people, well, us people, but in the story, group is the sheep. Um, And we're not told why the sheep is lost. We don't know why he's gone off. We don't know where he's been or what's caused him to wander away. And maybe it doesn't matter. Many of us lose our way in faith or in our lives sometimes for lots of different reasons. But what does matter is that when the sheep is found, he's not told off. We're not told that the shepherd is angry with him. In fact, the, um, the shepherd welcomes him and joyfully carries him home, we're told in verses 5 and 6. The sheep that was lost is celebrated. So if we're feeling a bit lost in our faith, or if we're feeling a bit lost in life and what we're doing at this time, then we don't need to fear. We have not been forgotten by God He won't be cross when we return or when we ask him for something. This story reminds us that our God is faithful. He will seek us out, he will rescue us, and he will bring us to safety. When we're back in safety, there might be things that we need to work through or talk to God about, but he will carry us back joyfully. So my last question, are you feeling a bit lost in life or in faith? Do you need a reminder of the good shepherd? And do you need him to find you and carry you back with joy? If so, why don't you tell God where you're feeling lost and he can meet you there. So we thought about the good shepherd, about how great our God is. We thought about being safe in the pen and being part of the flock and celebrating that. And we thought about those sheep that are lost. Each of us probably have areas of our lives that we could ask God for a bit of help in. Or perhaps we can think of someone that we know is outside of that pen that we could encourage back or pray for. 
I'm going to finish by reading a Psalm um, 23. Uh, we looked at this in our youth group the other day, but also in Jonathan's email he sent out, he reminded us we thought about this at the start of lockdown, and it was a reminder as we go back into some kind of normality now that God is the same then, he's the same now. Um, so while I read this, why don't you just have a think about God being your shepherd and think about those questions. So Psalm 23 says this. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I don't I pray for us. Father, thank you for the reminder that you are with us and that you guide us. And Lord, as we continue on in our service, I pray that you would meet with each one of us and we would know your presence. In Jesus' name. Amen.